Welcome to The Clarity Call, a podcast which provides encouragement and guidance for parents overwhelmed with the responsibilities of raising a child with special needs or has a medically complex diagnosis. Gain an enlightening perspective that helps dispel feelings of fear, uncertainty, or exhaustion as you venture into a life of peace, joy, and clarity. You're now on The Clarity Call with Alicia and Kimberly. Welcome to the Clarity Call, everyone. We're so glad to be back with you today. I'm Kimberly. And I'm Alicia. And we are back together in studio this week, (laughs) which it feels like it's been forever because we've done the last three episodes in closets. We have missed our board op, Alicia's husband, Mike, terribly. We're so grateful for you, Mike. Yeah. We say in closets. That sounds a little sketchy, (laughs) but it did turn out pretty good. A lot of people record podcasts in closets. It's the thing. I know. I already know it's a thing, so it's fine. That's funny. But no, we've been on vacation and seeing family and grandbabies and doing all great things. It's been an amazing couple of weeks. So, but it's good to be back, back in routine. Yes. We are grateful to have Alicia back because we're out of routine when she's gone and we miss her terribly. Seriously. My kids were like so excited. And Jocelyn, who's nonverbal, Oh gosh. Yeah. It was so sweet, but you know, she chooses her people really like she either loves you or she wants nothing to do with you. And when Alicia came in, she was like bouncing, jumping, yay, yay, yay over and over again. It was so sweet. The whole night she didn't stop saying like, there was a word she kept saying though. And I cannot remember, maybe it was just yay, (laughs) but she was just like, it was, I wish I could have had a video. Yeah. I guess I should have done that, but the energy was amazing, but we, we make eye contact and she knows that I'm there for her. Oh yeah. It's wonderful. Anyways. Okay. Quick reminder in case you're new to us. Um, we are sisters between us. We have 16 children, six with a medically complex diagnosis or considered special needs. And we are passionate about getting the tools to clarity out to the world to help you work through your challenges to gain more peace and clarity and dissolve the overwhelm and frustration and challenging parts of life, or even just learn how to embrace those negative emotions so that you can move through them better. And today we have, we've been so excited to do this particular podcast for you for a while. Um, but we're going to let Alicia start with our reality check. Yeah. So, um, I I don't even know really where to begin, but as we talk today about um, our our topic, which is impact and embracing the hit, um, I had a a childhood experience. I was probably five. My sister was seven, and um, we had a family member who, um, I guess, did just say abuse, <laughs> molestation, who, yeah. A right. form of, of, of molesting. And that was a real um, big impact. It had a big impact in our lives. Well, a bigger impact for my sister than I. And that's kind of what we want to talk about today is that sometimes the hit is harder for us, even though we go through the, the same thing. It doesn't matter age. It doesn't, I mean, age may play in a different, uh, a role in timing and there's lots of circumstances that can play into it, but the impact for everybody can be different. Right. Um, it didn't affect me and my life as hard and it's probably because I was younger. I haven't even gone there in my mind. It may very well be 
reason for why I go through and do some of the things that I do in my life. I'm naturally more protective. Um, kind of, it's real easy for me to wall my heart up and be protective. And that may be why I'm not sure. And I've chosen not to really dig into that because it wasn't something that, you know, it, it's a memory, but it didn't have a huge impact on me. But, um, anyway, it has had impact on, on my sister and, we just have to understand that if we can lean into these hard things, these uh, and embrace these hits that we have in our life, we can learn that there's a reason, and it can benefit us to some degree. Whether it's helping somebody else, um, shedding some light, having compassion, understanding for what other people go through, that's kind of what I've chosen out of it. Is to know that that we can say it happens but we can move on forward because as we talk about so much in the clarity call, our thoughts really have power over who we become. Right. And learning how to address the situation, talk openly as we've, we talk with Sean, she's very open about her circumstances. Um, and it's very healing and very freeing to know that it doesn't define you. Right. It does not define who you are. The hits that we have in life are not definition of who we are, but better what we can become. Right. From that. And what we talk about so much on the podcast is when you resist, you know, the feelings that come when you have an impact like that in your life, it does stay with you. It continues to spread poison through your life and, and be a challenge and, and a hardship to you. So today, as we move into our topic of impact and embracing the hit, what comes to mind when you hear the word impact? And let's just preface this with, um, we have, there's a short video that we love that we will link to in, uh, the show notes and on social media so that you can watch it. Uh, and that's what we're referencing today. And so when you hear the word impact, what comes to mind? Is there a visual that you see? Is it a moment you've experienced? Is it an emotion does it immediately meet you where you are, like a punch in the gut? Or does it gradually rise and crash into you like a wave? Is it something you did to someone? Or that you did to yourself? Or is it something that happened to you? Or that someone did to you? So just kind of be thinking about those questions in your mind as far as what that word impact means to you. Right. As we define impact, we, there's, there's two definitions. One is the action of one object coming forcibly into contact with another, mm -hmm. you know, like a car accident or, right. or physical abuse or these things. Right. One contact with another. Number two is have a strong effect on someone or something. So with that, we, we can look at it and say, okay, we can have positive or negative impacts. Right. And from this, I have chosen to look at it because I've watched this little video, I don't know, 10, 20 times. And I've shared it with my family members, my kids, because if we look at impact, yes, as something hard, and typically we think bad, um, I kind of was thinking this morning about like, 
the positive impacts. Mm-hmm. We look at things like, oh, if I wake up tomorrow and I've got $5,000 in my bank account that I didn't think was supposed to be there, that's a pretty positive impact. Right. I'm going to be like, yeehaw, what a blessing. But yeah. I don't look at it as impact. I look at it as, oh, that's a blessing. It still has a positive impact. Right. So there are positive and negative. We have diagnoses from a child. As we would look, that's a negative impact. But it's how we choose to lean into either one of those impacts, positive or what we view as negative, and lean into it and embrace it. The outcome from both can be very positive. Absolutely. Yeah. The knowledge that we come from those impacts, whether it's you choose to, you know, bless other people's lives with the money or use it to pay, you know, that's a positive thing or learning as what especially Kimberly has learned in finally choosing to lean into this impact and therefore allowing us to bless other people's lives. Yeah, we're doing this clarity, the Clarity Call podcast because I felt the need to lean into the impact of having special needs children so that it could have a positive impact in other people's worlds. I stopped allowing it to just have a negative impact on my life every day because that's what I was choosing. And I switched it to understand the learning and growth that can happen if I choose to lean in and accept and be ready to move forward. So we can't keep moments of impact from happening. We can't control the world, remember, can't control those things outside of us. And worrying about potential impact doesn't help us solve anything either. Worry is a useless emotion. Right. But what we can do is prepare ahead of time so that we're ready to better absorb the impact and keep from ruminating in negative and turn it into a positive situation that can benefit us. Okay. So we'll give you some examples in our lives of impact, moments of impact. Okay. So when I started thinking about this, the one that came to my mind, the strongest, probably my strongest moment of impact in my life was when Judson was probably two or three years old. And remember, he has a kidney disease that keeps him in a constant state of dehydration. So keeping him hydrated was already a very big challenge. But then he got rotavirus, which means he was throwing up and having diarrhea uncontrollably. And it literally killed him. But the moment of impact for me was when his dad called me and shared with me that he had flatlined and they were trying to bring him back to life. And I was myself laying in a bed in an ER with rotavirus being rehydrated. And I couldn't be with my son who, you know, as far as I knew at that moment was dead. (laughs) And, you know, thankfully they were able to resuscitate him and he came back to us. But that moment of impact of thinking that I had lost a child was the most severe I had ever felt. Next to it only was hearing that Caden probably wouldn't live, live to be born, that the mass that was growing on him was going to suffocate him in utero. You know, and I can think very clearly of an impact, the moment of impact in each of my child's diagnosis and what that experience was very clearly in my mind. Yeah, that's, that's how I have been as I thought about this you know, at what point, um, the, the strongest one I had to that point in my life was, um, standing in the kitchen. I was 
pregnant with my fifth daughter and um, doing canning or something with a bunch of ladies. And one of the ladies there gave me some information about my husband at the time that absolutely devastated me. And I was in shock and thought, there's no way this can be true. Um, somebody that you love and care about so much and you've now about to have five children with, like, how? There's no way. Um, it was devastating. So much of the fact that I left what we were doing and went to the high school to confront him about it because, and as I'm sitting here, my heart's racing mm -hmm. at the at this yeah, moment yeah. because it was so real. And I realized the impact that was going to have on my life and potentially my future, which unfortunately it did. Um, and that was a very hard thing to get that kind of information. And like that, I remember, um, being in the hospital after, um, Brock was very, very ill. He's two and a half and driving him to the hospital. I think Mike must have been at some ball games or so, he was doing work. And I had just told the doctor to admit us to the hospital. There's, I was done. I knew something was severely wrong with him and I needed to be, you know, at the hospital with him. And I drove him up there. It was like an hour and a half drive to the hospital. We get him admitted. And in the middle of the night, after they'd done some tests, um, a surgeon from a different hospital who had come and fill, filled in for the surgeon at this hospital had come and at about 1.30 in the morning entered our room and said, I need to take him into surgery and do a biopsy right now. He's a very sick little boy. And I'm like, what? You know, you're woken up in the night. Of course, I don't even know that I was asleep. But um, we take him straight to surgery. And I do remember falling asleep in the waiting room on the bench when he came into me and said, um, we need to discuss some things. Have you heard of Hirschsprung's disease? Yeah. And I'm like, no. Right. What the heck? Yeah. <laughs> and it was scary. It's a scary thing because not only did I not know what that was, I had no idea what that was about to entail. And as we talk about the reality of diagnosis, you know, our my mind at that time didn't know anything about it, but he was in real danger. And that was scary. Like you said, the thought of losing a child due to misdiagnosis or some things that had been let go or knowing that you were facing a divorce, like things that impact your life so hard and so real are, um, are a challenge and yeah. painful. Yeah. Well, I mean, other moments of impact in my life are, you know, my divorce and, um, my filing for divorce for my current husband who, you know, we've now reconciled and we're still together but the gal in this video that we'll end up sharing with you that is the reason for this podcast today shares that this moment of impact when her parents told her that they were divorcing and how she was able to see that impact how it worked out in her life when she chose to lean in and look for the good and find how it was going to benefit her life you know, of course she needed to grieve and have that time of the gut punch, you know, that it is to get news like what we're talking about. Um, but she talks about, so kind of part of the other part of her story that she shares is that she is encouraged to become, uh, to do the skeleton, uh, Olympic, it's a, yeah. yeah, it's, it's, an, Olympic it's an Olympic race. winter sport mm -hmm. called the skeleton. And, you know, she shares that her coach tells her that if, you know, you you are at some point going to slam into the ice, which is like 
slamming into cement wall, right? And so he tells her, when you try to drive or steer yourself away from the wall, you actually steer yourself into it even harder and it keeps you on the wall for longer. But if you embrace the hit, it can redirect you and put you on a smoother, straighter line and sometimes even set you up for a better result in the end. So he encouraged her to relax, sink into her sled, and embrace the hit. So when you find yourself in a difficult position, you're enduring hardships or loss, a divorce, failure, raising a special needs child, the list goes on and on, right? Any of those challenges that you're facing in your life. You can be redirected to a better outcome if you choose to listen, relax, and embrace the hit. It's not easy to do in the moment, and that's not what we're saying. We're just saying that a lot of times we get these hits in our life and we choose to become the victim to whatever we're facing. We choose to let it continue to have a negative impact in our lives. But what we can do is gain a little perspective and start asking uh, helpful questions like, how is this for my benefit? How is this for me to learn and grow and progress into the person I'm supposed to become. Right. And it's like she was talking about with her divorce and I can relate to, which is why I love this so much, is that out of that, she now has um, six parents because what she doesn't say is that she's adopted. Right. And she has her parents. And And now she has has step-parents. Yeah. (laughs) And she says, and she gets the opportunity, of course, through challenge, but to love now nine siblings. Right. And... And together, my husband and I now have these 12 children, and I have four stepchildren whom I would not have, you know, a relationship with before. Right. And I, I cherish that, and I value that, and I also wouldn't have Brock. Um, so as we have blended a family, it has quite literally been the most challenging thing I've ever done. I mean, we have a lot of hits that happen in our lives, but they really, truly prepare us for what we end up going through. And mm-hmm. if you think that your challenges are going to end just because you go through something hard, I'm here to tell you that is a fallacy because yeah. you are just gaining perspective for future challenges. Gear right. up for it. Be ready to embrace it because yeah, yeah what I live through today um, by choice is easier in my mind, but it has been much more challenging to have a second marriage, be blending a family, have a child at 42 that ends up having her short. Like these things are just harder, you know, more challenging things, but I was prepared because I went through all of these hits prior that help build my character, build my strength and help me to be ready to embrace bigger hits. Right. So let's talk for a minute then. How do you embrace the hit? The lady in this video talks so much about praying more. You know, whatever your spiritual belief system is, call on it, draw on it, pull it more fully into your life. Pray more, whatever that looks like for you. Look for the good, the learning and the growth. Seek positive people to help and support you. Be a support for others in a similar situation to yours. Like I said, that's why we're doing this call, this podcast. I say call just because it's the clarity call. (laughs) What's in my mind. 
If you choose, you can use your experiences to show empathy to others struggling in their challenges. And when you're in the beginning of a challenge, sometimes that's not appropriate and it's not easy to jump into trying to be that support system. That comes down the line. So as you you know, receive these impacts, it's important to have a coach or to get a coach if you don't have one that can help you manage your thoughts through the impacts. Right. Some sort of moving buddy, as we've spoken in the past, will definitely help you through. And if it, if it's not a coach, it's, you know, a parent, a friend, somebody, it definitely is easier to go through it with someone than to try and tackle it alone. Yeah. Well, and if you've had impacts, you know, like our sister had that are from childhood that are still plaguing your life daily, a therapist is going to be so beneficial for you. You know, like there's, there's so many resources available to help you use the impacts in your life to create a better you. So we need to understand that trials are essential. And the more demanding the trial, the larger your capacity grows in the opposite direction for joy. It's like Alicia was saying, she's been receiving impact after impact, preparing her as she leans in for bigger impacts. But we can both sit here and tell you that we've also never experienced as much joy in our lives as we have through using these tools to clarity and learning how to be as prepared as we can mentally for whatever impact comes next. And to be able to help others through their challenges. Right. Now that we've come through, you know, come through particular ones. Right. So remember that without the darkest moments, we can't appreciate how sweet the brightest moments are. So we will encourage you to listen, relax, lean in, and embrace the hit. And we will finish up this topic by reminding you that the happiness of your life depends on the quality of your thoughts, especially when you're trying to embrace a hit to move it from a negative to a positive. Mm. You got this, people. You can do it. Good stuff. All right. So we will finish you out this week with a would you rather. Okay. This is a good one. You got one? This is one that we deal with on a regular basis in our home. Probably you do too. Okay. Probably everybody listening does. (laughs) Ready? Okay. Okay. So you're going to feel this as I say it, both of these things. So prepare yourself for the impact. Embrace the hit. Okay. Okay. (laughs) Would you rather get a paper cut between your fingers? (laughs) Between your fingers. Oh, gosh. That's the worst one, right? Is it just paper or is it like cardboard? That's (laughs) even worse, right? Okay. Or bite your tongue. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) Poor Kanan deals with so many tongue bites because oh. his tongue is so big and my heart just goes out to him for all the tongue bites that he has to deal with. But, oh, paper cut with as much like as I have to do with hand like sanitizer. hand sanitizer, <laughs> washing. You know, it's like I can't wear a Band-Aid because I'm constantly washing my hands, you know. Mm. And so it's just always open and burning. Well, somebody in my family just got up cut like with a leaf or something like what? with a you think a paper cut but it was like a leaf, <laughs> a leaf or a cut. blade of grass or something <laughs> and it was like so bad oh. um oh my heck I don't know I hate biting my tongue me too but does it heal faster than but a paper cut I'm not using paper as much because you know we're in electronic era so I used to get paper cuts all the time when I worked as secretary and right. 
those manila folder ones. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Those are the worst paper cuts. Mm, oh yeah. Those nerve endings. Those are bad. Uh, I don't know. Oh my word. I am completely at a loss. I'm going to tell you, I'm going to go with bite my tongue so that I can oh, have a little more empathy in okay. embracing okay. the hit of a bitten tongue with Caden. <laughs> and I think I'm going to do paper cut because I think I've done that more and I'm probably more used to that. And, uh, you know, I'm a habit of old things. I'll just, I mean, yeah. a creature of old habits. I'll just keep doing it. Great. But yeah, probably paper cut. All right. I have to pick. Well, thanks for joining us again this week, everyone. We hope you have a fantastic week and we'll see you next time. You've been listening to The Clarity Call with Alicia and Kimberly. Find additional episodes of the program on any popular podcast app or search Apple iTunes. You may also subscribe to The Clarity Call to catch every episode. If you've enjoyed the content of this podcast, we invite you to share it and please leave a rating and review of our program. If you'd like to connect with Alicia and Kimberly on social media, you can find them on Instagram as The Clarity Call or on Facebook under Clarity Call. They can also be reached by email at theclaritycall at gmail.com. Thank you for listening and supporting our program. <laughs>